Hello! So glad that we are here again this week. Sorry that I'm a little late checking in with your family, but I am glad to be here and I'm thanking you for praying for me as I'm praying for you. Uh, we, we, we know that in this country of America, we always hear about the, the First Amendment to the Constitution where we have the right of uh, uh, you know the freedom of speech of press uh, the freedom actually started out with the freedom to uh, of the church to actually worship and assembly peacefully um, so I'm paraphrasing that you have the constitution or look Google it or however you want to go on Microsoft Edge and all of these different browsers to find out and if you have the hard copy book. Uh, check out what it says. And it's amazing that we always hear that you have the freedom to speak. And, 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 and we always say that we want to hear the truth. But yet, we find that speaking the truth happens to be so <laughs> uh, dis distasteful. It, it's as if you can't speak the truth. Um, I guess that's the reason why it's so popular now to say, speak your truth. Um, and it's amazing. Tonight we're going to be talking about you are a signing agent. Um, we're going to be coming from one scripture. And it is from St. John, the 12th chapter and the 49th verse. And it says, for I have not spoken on my own. But the Father himself who sent me has given me a command to say everything I have said. And then we're going to go to 52. I know that his command is eternal life. So the things that I speak, I speak just as the Father has told me. Now, when Jesus came, you know that he rook, he just really shook the house and he uh, had the rafters to fall in, so to speak. Everything he said was so controversial because he did not come with the religion of the day. He was brought up in a culture that uh, was very religious. They, they were, uh, and, and they were doing what they were taught to do. They were going by the festivals, the feasts, and all of the, the different uh, traditions that the Lord had given to Moses to tell the people what he wanted them to do. But all of that was for a certain time in place to actually let them be reminded that I never wanted you to have the rules and regulations to this degree because you can't keep them. And it's not that he's belittling us. He's telling the truth. Without him, without a, a supernatural uh, uh, entity, we can't keep holiness. It's just not in our, our, our genetics. Uh, our spiritual genetics, yes, but not our physical genetics. And it's amazing how we hear on the news every day and throughout our lives we see all of these people speaking their truth. Uh, and you find that there are so many people that uh, want to be, all of us want to feel needed. All of us want to feel validated. And we're supposed to because we were created for this. We were created for community. We were created to be loved. And 
the Lord didn't want us to be separated. So we have the, the true desire. But it, isn't it amazing, though, how that we even in our desire for truth, we, we pick and choose what tickles our fancy, what make us feel good, what gives us entertainment, give us a little chuckle here and there. Uh, if it's something, and generally, uh, I found that if it's something that's derogatory to, of someone else, that's more entertaining. Except if it were on, the shoe were on the other foot, so to speak. What if it were us? And all of these truths we hear, I'm speaking my truth, and my truth might be, uh, uh, Something that someone else loves to hear. But I found out that when you speak the truth of what the Lord Jesus said, it's not going to be very popular. You're not going to be very popular at all. Only to those who are willing to accept the truth. Now, why did we say that you are signing agent? And as you know, if you've been joining me for any length of time, I'm not ostracizing anyone. I just come from a perspective of a Christian believer talking about everyday life. That is our premise, to talk about everyday life. I even promised my grandson that I would talk about the other platforms that you could find me on. And that is on uh, Spotify and some of uh, your other uh, radio podcast. I have not made it up to the big boys. It's Apple, but I'm on several. Um, and yes, even on YouTube, we have the Facebook channel, Facebook page, and um, and many of the things, if you can't uh, catch us here on Tuesday, you might can catch me on Friday nights. Or uh, if you go to the YouTube, you will see both of these platforms, whether it's the, the Periscope or the uh, Facebook, because we post them there. And um, really blessed to be able to have the podcast broadcast of all of these also. So I'm very thankful for all of you, and I'm praying for you, and I'm thankful that you would even think enough of this little country girl to stop by. And, and, and have a little chat with me from time to time. Praying that you uh, get past the, <laughs> the rawness of the platform, the way the Lord gives it to me. And that you see the truth and the love in it. Not that you hear some say that we speak, uh, we're going to tell you love, truth in love. And, and then they're trying to be nasty. No, we will speak the love of the truth. And, 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 and the truth is that the Lord loves us. He created us in his image and likeness for his pleasure. We were in our creator. And he, it doesn't matter what background we're from, what we've done, who we did it with, where we did it at. It doesn't matter to him whatsoever. He just loves you so very much. And that's what you're going to continue to hear. Even from time to time, you're going to hear a lot of rebuke for the body of Christ because that's what the Lord is giving to me, that we need to get ourselves together. And tonight, he just wants to remind us that we are signing agents. And where am I coming from? Um, as a notary public, you, you ever gone to a notary public, a notary public will 
you bring your documentation there. A notary will not uh, look at your paperwork and, and try to read all of the information. They are there to find certain things, what uh, they are uh, witnessing or you are attesting to. Uh, whether it's going to be a jurat, whether or not you have to have a sworn oath or an affirmation, or whether it's an acknowledgement where there is no oath having to be made, but yet you acknowledging that what you're speaking is the truth. Now, what you may be saying as to be true might not be, but that's not the notary's uh, uh, stance or their positions to even counteract that they have to go by the truth of what is being presented that you did present this particular document and that you saying that you are who you are that you are willing to do this on your own or you were representing a company or you representing a person and they will look at your signature make sure it's dated right and then they might and then they may have to notarize it now, when they are a signing agent, it goes different than a little deeper because they are able to see. And they having to deal with your documentations as far as uh, your loan contracts. And they are representing a company that has hired them to uh, represent that company and to service you on their behalf. So when they go into that person's home or wherever the place may be, that signing agent is there to also make sure that Everything in that documentation, uh, wherever there's a place to put a date, wherever there's a place to put uh, uh, your signature or initial, or if there is an error in it, they be able to mark that out. And sometimes they have to call back to the company that they are representing to see if this is the way they want this done and all of this sort of thing. They're able to see the amount of your loan. They're able to see where your property is and all of these things. And there's one thing they cannot do is to sway you whether or not you should make your decision. If you get nervous and you might decide that you don't want to go through the loan, you really do. You want your home. But at the moment, you're looking at all of this stuff. It's a little bit uh, getting a little bit hairy, as we say to you. You're nervous at this moment. The, the, uh, the reality of the situation is now weighing in on you. And you might say, I don't know if I want this or not. And immediately the notary, the signing agent has to uh, uh, wait for you to either decide you're going to go through with your uh, with the signing or they're going to call their company, the company that they're representing on your behalf and see if they want them to end that uh, meeting at that moment. Nowhere in that process, even though they're probably in your home anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, are they able to give you any uh, opinions or to sway you in any way, even if they know the answer because they are not an attorney. And unless they are an attorney, they can't by law. Um, that by law, they also are not to share that information that is in their uh, possession or uh, and 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 as soon as they're done with the uh, meeting they have no other access to your information they don't tell anybody about any documentation that you bring in nor would they as a, a notary you just don't do that you keep people's 
private uh, business private. Now, if it's something public, everyone knows that anyway, but private information, they don't do these things. So the signing agent there, knowing that much, yet can't even say anything to sway you. They don't give an opinion. They, they're just to represent the company, and they will speak only what they're supposed to speak. That is it. You might not like the fact that they can't do what you want them to do. You might not like the fact that they're not trying to just butter you up or be your buddy, buddy, buddy. But they are there for a purpose and for the truth of that situation. That is the way the Lord made us. When it comes down to the gospel, the relationship that he has, you're a signing agent. You're there to represent the company that sent you, that contracted you. You are there to go into the homes and in the lives of the people that have a, a now a relationship with him. And you're not to sway them. You're only to speak the things that you were told to say. And you speak it according to way they want you. Whatever script they gave you. Whatever boundaries that, that you were placed in. And the parameters from where this uh, transaction. You have to stay within those. So if you see that as that. That is who you are. That's the reason why sometimes there will be those that will get upset because they get in their feelings. They are upset. Then it's true. You're human. You, there are things that you have agreed to when you were excited about it. You know that there are some things that you desired and that you uh, uh, really are longing to do. And when it came down to your life, there were some situations that you had been in where you were left hanging. Or you might have caused someone else to be left hanging high and dry. Or you have felt lonely and destitute. You may be angry you, because you have been abused and overused and abused and overused again. You might have even been on the other end and done those things and you don't know why. You seem to be caught up in a situation that you can't break yourself from. And over and over again, you're beating yourself up. Why did I do that? And then the ones that you love the most. Is the ones that you seem to hate the most by your actions and your words. And you don't know why. You know that they were there for you and will be there for you. But then you don't understand that when they came to relating to you, they gave you the truth as they were given. And you didn't like it. It was not what you wanted to hear. And because you were at a place of your emotions, you decided that you were going to uh, get to the point you're going to end that transaction. I don't want to do it anymore. And as a signing agent, if that's the case, even though they've spent their time and their money and, and all of these things to get there to that home, to represent that company, if that individual or individuals decide they don't want to do it, that meeting is done immediately. 
or as we said, if it's something you, they had gone off to another room and vented a little bit, got themselves recomposed, or you might have had to make a phone call for them to speak to the company, and then they decided they want to continue. If it's to that point, then yes, the meeting is still intact. The Lord doesn't treat us like a meeting. He loves us so much that we are family to him. And when you're family, you stay family whether you ever see each other again or speak to each other again because you chose to uh, end the relationship, but you cannot end the covenant. You're still family. That's the way it is. And that's the way the Lord sees us. You're still family. Whether you're saying what I want you to say or not, I see you as family. He will stay with us until we decide that we don't want the relationship anymore. We don't want to go through the transaction because it's just too confining. It's just too boring. It's causing me friends. It's causing me reputation. It's causing people to watch me. It's causing people to not like what I say. They are not liking it because it might be costing them money. And more than likely, if it's costing them money, they are not going to like what you have to say. But then they don't understand that you are signing agent. You're just doing what the company told you to do. The script they prepared ahead of time for you, that's what you are giving and presenting to others. We have to see that the Lord is not someone that wants you to fail. He's not someone that don't want you to have the best of everything. He's not someone that wants you to be uh, broke, busted, and disgusted. He's not someone that doesn't want you to have someone to love in your life. He knows you need all these things. He said it's not good for you to be alone. But there are boundaries. There are parameters that he has in place that he doesn't need you to cross. Because whether we know it or not, he knows the outcome of our doing the opposite of what he's asked. Now, as a signing agent, if you hired out and you misrepresent the company, you cost them money, you cost uh, that family to not want their property, then you are out of a job. And that could mean that you might end up even, it depends on the seriousness of the situation. If you said something outside of your lane, even though you had the knowledge, if you're not an attorney, as we said, and you spoke some things that were legal, trying to give advice, that means you could spend some prison time. Just that simple, just that quickly. Now, when it comes down to the Lord, he allows for us with, to make so many mistakes. He doesn't want us to. He doesn't desire us to. But he understands that we will. That's when Jesus came down and told the Pharisees that I'm not judging you because, but even if I did, because I know according to your law, you got to have at least two witnesses affirming the same thing before it to be established. But if I were to judge, 
my judgment will be true. He just told them, you bunch of liars. You're not going to tell the truth. You could have a thousand people saying the same thing and none of them telling the truth. But if I were to judge, because the judge means I have to discern by what you say and the facts that is presented to get to the truth. But, but if I'm judged, it's going to be the truth because my father and I know the truth. And my judgment will be fair. I see not only what you say and what you do. I know your intent of why you did it. I know the contents of what's in your heart that you haven't even presented yet. I know you through and through. So if I were to judge, it would be accurate. But that's not what I came to do. I came that you might have life and have that more abundantly. Even in all of your stuff that you're trying to throw at me and make me feel like... Make it seem to others as if I'm just being so nasty to you. That's not what I'm doing. I've told you immediately how it is to be. How I want our relationship. I want a loving and kind and 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 prosperous relationship with you. I want intimacy with you. I want your time. I want your presence in my life. Because I just love you like that. You don't have to be putting on uh, any airs for me. You can get up with your hair all tore up. You can get up with uh, having even brushed your teeth. You can be smelly and dirty and all of these things. You could have been a drunkard and, 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 and you couldn't help yourself. You could have already gone places that you would have never dreamt or someone had taken you to places that you would have never even imagined and he still loves you. He will hug you. He will hold you and he will always be there for you. And then when you get in a relationship now, you got to understand you will become a signing agent. You're going to be able to uh, know information, see things. You're going to be able to uh, represent him but there will be times you won't be able to say what you feel. You have to say exactly what he said. Because if you said what you feel as a, a human being, you don't want to say some things to people because it might make them feel bad. And you're not trying to make them feel bad because you know the truth is hard sometimes. It is just truth. But it's hard because our flesh don't want to hear it. Especially when we're doing things that we know we don't want to do. Or maybe we want to at that moment because we think it's okay or we feeling that it's okay. But somewhere inside of us we know that we want better and we could do better and should be. That's when the truth even becomes more of an enemy. We don't want to hear that. Then we become angry with those who is only going to speak the truth. To the point of no return sometimes. You can't take back what you said or did. Cannot do it. It's there. It's like what we have on these social media platforms. What you have spoken is going to be there. Whether your channel is there or your, your Facebook page or your Instagram page and, and all these other new things that they're doing and uh, Zooms and, and TikToks and all of these other things going on. When you are gone, somebody is going to be able to pick that up. Even if you had a website before that you no longer have, that information is still out there. Someone will be able to pick it up and see it. And you will not be able to go back and change it. Now, 
when we see that as life, we've done some things and said some things. And yes, people know we've did it. They don't know the reason why we did what we did. And sometimes maybe we don't either. We've been hurt, like we said, and abused. And you're trying to fix that pain. You're trying to uh, uh, pacify or to satisfy uh, a longing. But the flesh can't, it can never be satisfied. It's going to always be greedy. It's going to always be needy. Want what it wants, when it wants it, how it wants it. And doesn't care how you satisfy it, but that you do and you do so quickly. That's the flesh. And then when the Lord presents you, you're going into the home of the flesh. And then you having to uh, represent a company that they asked to represent them. Actually, they might not have known because what they did was they got a loan out. And the loan company is about to sell that uh, loan to another company. So when you come into their lives, they got the loan out with God because they asked God, if you really real God, I, I promise you, if you keep me from doing this again, if you take this from me, if you give me this, if you uh, uh, take me here, I promise you, I serve you the rest of my life. Just if you're real, God, show this to me. So they entered a contract with God. But they wasn't expecting that he would do it the way he would through Jesus, who is still himself. But he represented himself through Jesus. Jesus brought it to you really much more smooth than even what the Lord had did sometimes. Because you might not understand. He he has the facts and figures just there for you. And he wasn't delineating at all from the, the total principle of the thing. And when Jesus, you represent him, he's the representative, he's the signing agent, he's coming to you. And he won't speak anything else but what the Lord said. And that might bother you because, like you said, you got that contract with God. Lord, if you just get me out of this, if you're really true God. I know I haven't prayed to you in a long time, God. I know I heard other people say that you're real, God. But right now, I need to have an answer. I want to know if you're really real, then you need to take this away from me. Take the taste out of my mouth. If you're really real, move this person out of my life. If you're really real, help me be what I need to be. I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't know why I keep saying what I'm saying. I don't know why I keep going where I'm going. But if you're real, God. So you entered that contract with God. And then signing agent shows up. And the signing agent is actually telling you the same things that God had told you. It's going to have to be this way. You entered into this contract and yes, this is the, uh, the stipulations of the contract. That you're going to have to do things my way. You're going to have to see things my way. You're going to have to understand that in order for this to work, Yes, it's about you, but it's really about me in you. Because you can't do this on your own. I'm going to find ways for you to meet the stipulations of this contract. But you got to trust me to do it. And he's got this 
he has the the uh, contract laid out for you. How long the uh, the contract is, the loan is, and 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 how much the principal will be if you haven't paid it off at a certain time, and and all of these things, you know, with a penalty from what we had done. He, we 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 expect that he's gonna have to be real hard. That's what we expect he to do. But then when the signing agent comes in, very friendly to you, very personable to you, on the phone telling you ahead of time that they come into your house to uh, discuss a matter that you, and they have to make sure that it's you that they're talking to on the phone. If it's not, they can't even say that much. And they would not even, even on the phone, go into the personalization of why they're going to be in your house. But you know. So they're really personable to you. They're telling you who they are and what company they are representing. And they're going to be there at a certain time. They're going to tell you immediately, it's going to take maybe about 45 minutes to an hour. And before I get there, I need you to have your identification, uh, a valid identification, not expired. I need you to have, if the company has so asked for, I need you to have a photocopy of that, please, waiting for us. And, 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 and before I get there, could you please have a place set aside, a clean table where we can discuss some things? You tell them that ahead of time. The Lord does that with us. He's going to tell you that this is what it's going to take to be in a relationship with me. I already am in a relationship with you, but you won't let me. But so in order for you to be in a relationship with me, there are some things that I need you to do. I need you to be loving. I need you to be kind. I need you to be patient. I need you to be temperate. Get yourself together with your attitude. I need you to be uh, merciful to others. Give them the mercy that you want for yourself. I need you to be able to handle all this personal business that's been presented to you and keep your mouth closed. I need you to be able to see that these people might not, uh, uh, you might not even think they can afford what they're doing, but you can't say anything. That's not your business because you're representing me. I know what I'm doing. And if you trust me, you're going to represent me well. You're going to be more like me. You're going to, you're going to uh, draw attention to me, but I'm drawing attention to you because we two are together. We in this thing. You're the signing agent. Yes, you may be knowledgeable because he gave you gifts and talents and abilities. Yes, you may know every bit of the law, the, 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 the letter of the law. Yes. But it's not your job to say your opinion. You have to say exactly what you were told to say. And it might not be what someone wants to hear at that time because they want you to get in with them. Uh, uh, should I be paying this? Does this seem like this is too much? And you can't say anything. You can refer them to the documentation that gives them the answer to their question. That's what we do. We refer people to the documentation that would give them the answers to their question, which is the Bible. It might not always present what we want when we want it, but it's always the best thing for us. Because when we get to know the lender, see, he's different than, than the natural lender. 
You know, we're using an, an analogy. Because the Lord doesn't lend anything to us. He gives us. He gives us gifts and don't even take them back. The only thing, though, that doesn't belong to us is his anointing. His anointing is his presence smeared all over us. Where we'll be able to go in places. Or uh, Notice that even in one word you can say that you know you could not say that. Someone say the same word. It doesn't have the same effect. Because they don't have his presence on them. If he takes his presence from you, you have gifts, but it's not the same. You're just there on your own. You're not representing anybody. You're wanting to because you're familiar with, you've been with the company a long time, but you messed up now. And so nobody is actually uh, putting their name on you. Don't want to touch you. You're not blackballed, but you did it to yourself. That's what the world would do, but not the Lord. He will forever, constantly run to get you, to get you back in line, to get you back into safety. To get your mindset to change from being uh, confused and angry. Teach you that, yes, it's okay to be angry, but don't mess up, don't sin. And, and the reason you can be angry and not sin is when you give up the right to be angry. When you are able to forgive yourself and everybody else, forgive yourself because you have a right to be angry with yourself and forgive others because of what they did because you have a right to be angry with them too. When you have given that up, just through your hands of just let it go, put it in the hands of the Lord and then that's when you can really forgive. It's not yours anymore. You're not trying to hold on to it. You're not trying to uh, uh, prove that your anger is validated, that it is genuine. Oh, yes, it's already, it's, it's a known truth. We know this. But as a signing agent, your opinion, you didn't come in there with it. You there to represent. You there to help assist those that need your service. Even if you're a friendly person and you're supposed to be loving. When you're there as a signing agent, we are to represent that company so well that they want to get to him and not stay with us. Because if they want to just stay where we are, we can lead them another way. How? Because our opinion is not always what God said. We can be so, we could be confused. We could be upset. We could have opinions, such as like uh, on one of my posts today, someone shared something with me, and it's so racist. This little child just right up there, just bold-faced racist with a gun and talking about the N-word and how he hates the N-words. It's referring to people. And he had his gun, and he was saying that the N-words, did you see these boxes of Nikes? This is what they want. And this is what I think about the N-words. And he was just firing bullets at this, this box of Nikes. And all I could say was, this child learned his lesson very well. I'm just, it's so sad. Because whoever taught him didn't teach him correctly. 
And I wasn't even about to be angry with that. See, that's the first thing the enemy wants to do. He wants to divide us with racism and all that. That's an old trick. Please, let's get past this. Because when you really know that you are signing agent and, and, and because you're a signing agent with the Lord, you're not just representing the company, you family of the company. You know him well enough to know that is not even his makeup, please. He made us all. So that's the first thing the enemy wants to do is get you divided. You got to remember he came to do three things, to steal, to kill, and destroy. And how did he do that? Divide and conquer. Make you think everybody's against each other. There are religions that are, have been established, and that's the reason why people are getting the misunderstanding, thinking that because people said they were Christian who hated Christians, actually that were out to kill Christians, but they said they were Christian. And they don't like religion because people's hate got in. It had nothing to do with God. He can't hate. He's love. He can't hate. Come on now. So, here we are. You representing him. And I, and, and I was thinking about that today. And I said, I'm not going to get angry with this. That's only going to fuel this. It's going to empower hate and fear. Everything that we do outside of the Lord, outside of morality, outside of love, is fear. Whether we accept that or not, I'm too angry. I'm too bold. I can't be fearful. Yeah, you are. There's some reason why you're fearful. That's why you're trying to hold your stance in your anger. You're afraid that if you let go of that anger, then you might not, your feelings might not even have been validated. That's why you have some bullies that want to hurt other people. And then you might be accused of one because you are representing your company. Very well. You're the signing agent that will not delineate from the script that God gave you. Regardless of what they think about it. Whatever they say about it does not matter to you because you represent the company. We all are signing agents. It's just a matter of who we're representing. I've said many times that there are three entities in this world. There's the holy entity. There's the satanic, demonic entity. And there's a human entity. But there is only going to be one of these that you're going to serve. You cannot serve all three. That's like you saying that you're in love with two people. Can't be. Cannot be truly in love with two people at the same time. So poor, my poor dear... Uh, 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 King Solomon, I know he wasn't in love with a thousand women. Couldn't be. You have to get to know them intimately, not just in the physical sense. We're sad that he allowed the physical sense to get him to the point where it was messing with the spiritual relationship with the Lord and in his old age. But even he, he knew that this was just foolishness. He says so in Ecclesiastes, trying to do things your way without the Lord, come on. Here is just foolishness. Represent your company well. When you're going out and as a signing agent, if they tell you they want you business casual, then you are to dress business casual. If they tell you they want you to dress formal business, that is what you to do. And as a matter of fact, a rule of thumb is to go a little bit above and beyond that. Represent them well. 
Now, the problem with the body of Christ, we get so much in ourselves that we forget what the Lord said. See, because with the Lord, it's more simple than that. He's not into all of these uh, 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 shenanigans. He's not ostentatious at all. He, you don't have to flaunt your money. You don't have to flaunt your status. And as a matter of fact, it makes him sick. Some of the stuff that we try to present and say is him. He wants it so simple. You don't have to come all fancy with him. Because he knows somebody who knows you so much. He knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're about to do. He knows that contents of what you got inside your heart. He knows your motives by what you did. He knows that even if th that say that you are uh, you are a philanthropist, you, you donate all over the place. You giving people things, you doing stuff all the time. And people thinking that you have such a heart of love and compassion when all it is that you're doing is to uh, <laughs> quit or crow. I do this, but hey, I'm getting attention. If that's just your, your, your motivation for giving, or you feel like um, if they, I, I give this to this person over here, then they better be ready for me to whenever I need them and whatever I want, they better be there to give it to me. Then come on. The Lord knows all about this stuff. And he still loves us. He knows when we feel so just disvalued, no value whatsoever. That we have to make up things for us to look good. We have to go on our intellect, which to Lord is nothing. I mean, <laughs> you can be like Solomon. And he said there was never anybody as wise as him, nor will they ever be again. So even our Einsteins and everyone else who like to flaunt their IQs, please settle down. You'll never be like Solomon, so settle down. But anyway, even at all of that, it's nothing to him. We have nothing without the Lord, but he's not nasty to say, uh-uh, 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 I gave you that. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have that. He doesn't do that to us. He just sits there and looks at us like, <laughs> that child of mine. They really don't know yet, do they? Oh, they still have room to grow. Oh, my goodness. Just look at this. And then he'll try to talk to us and get us back into where we need to be. And we can be so angry with him. And then sometimes some of us think that he doesn't know we're angry. And then we try to form our prayers to him in such a way as to still sound religiously correct. You're angry in your heart. It's inside your heart. You're angry with the Lord. You're confused about some things and you won't even say it. Oh, precious Heavenly Father, I thank you for being such a loving God. I really don't understand what's going on. But nevertheless, your will, not my will, God. And all these other things. And when you really want to say, Lord, I really don't understand. This is just messed up. It feels jacked up. I don't get it. But because somebody talked to you, you can't talk to the Lord. You think that. Because for one thing about it. You're not that crazy. Well, he can handle anything you bring to him anyway. He can handle it. But when you got a relationship with the Lord, you're just not going to come to him trying to be nasty anyway. Why would you? When he can inhale and you're done. With all that stuff you have and all the accolades you have achieved. 
made, the buildings you built, the money you've spent, the money you made, the money you've kept, and all of this stuff, and all of your toys, and, and all of, for the girls and your little boys, and, and all the boys with your little girls, and, and all of these things you got means absolutely nothing if you were to inhale and say that you're going tonight, at this moment, at this second, where is all of your stuff going? And maybe you have even decided that I'm going to put it in this one, and I'm going to give it to that one, because I'm really upset with this one, and I'm really controlling everything I have, and then you might believe that somebody might do that. And if somebody is crooked, you gave it to the attorneys, and they're crooked, the person you said you want to give it to, they never see it anyway. Happened many times when you could already have a relationship with them as you live. And yes, and say that these things are going to be here if I'm going. But hey, let's fix some things where we can really do some things while we're here. Let's worship, let's represent the Lord well. Let's represent this household well. Let's represent this family well by loving, being kind. Now, if this world, if our society really were to think like that, we wouldn't have the classes of the people. Then you get to the point where people say, well, if it was socialism, everybody have the same thing. There would be no rich people. There'd be no poor people. Really? And you really believe everybody's going to have the same thing, even in a socialist situation? Do you really honestly believe that we're human nature? Because I can prove that that won't even make a difference. Even if the Lord was to say, let's come on and everybody have one purse. That's what he was doing with the body of Christ. They had came, the, the body, the, 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 the apostles had come to this place and, and Jesus had already come and gone and, 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 and he was allowing his representatives to be here and the church was growing. And let me tell you something. He told them really quickly, let us, uh, Get everybody to put their stuff in one purse. Isn't that what he said? Put it in one purse. And even then, there was a couple, a married couple, who decided they were going to lie. Going to lie to the Lord. Yeah, they did. Let me see, can I get it right quick here? They were going to lie to the Lord. They didn't have to. They were wealthy now. And everybody, there it is, we're going to Acts 5, we'll talk about it in a moment, I'll read the words. But they were to bring all the money to the church so that everybody could be taken care of, those that didn't have, and, 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 and that the, the, the work of the gospel could go out. It takes money to do that. Feeding people, clothing people, even to um, even let them know where you are. Just simple things like that. Your mailings to let them know they can come there to be with you. Or you sending your people out. They got to have some money to eat. And, and all these things are helping people. It, it does cost money. And uh, so here these two people decided, listen. You know that they said we're going to put it all together. But we can't do that. We got too much. He wants us to sell our property. And everybody put the money in the account. For everybody to be blessed. No, no, no. I'll tell you what we do. We are going to say that we sold this money for this land for this much money. 
They don't know. And then we'll bring that on in to the church and we'll keep the rest. Now that's what they should have done. You didn't even have to tell the church that you sold it for such and such. All you had to do with your happy hips was to just bring in what you wanted to bring in. They didn't ask you to do what they said to bring everything in, but you didn't have to. Would have been better off than to come and say, we sold it for this much and that's all. Listen, what happened here? Let's go to the first to the fourth chapter. We're going to go through that to uh, fourth chapter 32 first. Now the entire group of those who believe were of one heart and mind and no one claimed that any of his possessions were his own, was his own. But instead they held everything in common. With great power the apostles were given testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was on all of them. For there was not a needy person among them because all those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid them at the apostles' feet. This was, this was then distributed to each person as any had need. See, that's unsettling. Now, now, if you want to say that was socialism, that was real good. Socialism as, as the, the supposed premise. That everybody has something that nobody is lacking and needing. Now, if socialism was supposed is to be that way, because, you know, social society dealing with the people, making sure people were blessed, if that's what you were going to do, yes. Okay? Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus by birth, the one of the apostles called Barnabas, which is translated son of encouragement, sold a field he owned, brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now we're going to the fifth. But a man named Ananias, with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property. However, he kept back part of the proceeds with his wife's knowledge and brought a portion of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now everybody said, sell your land and bring everything let it be of one person so everybody can be taken care of. However, he kept part, back part of the proceeds with his wife's knowledge and brought a portion of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. Ananias Peter asked, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the proceeds of the land? Wasn't it yours while you possessed it? And after it was so, wasn't it at your disposal? Why is it that you planned this thing in your heart? You have not lied to people, but to God. When he heard these words, Ananias dropped dead. And a great fear came on all who heard. The young men got up, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. About three hours later, his happy behind wife didn't even know that her husband was dead, mind you. His wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Tell me, Peter asked her, did you sell the land for this price? Yes, she said, for that price. Then Peter said to her, why did you agree to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Instantly, she dropped dead at his feet. When the young men came in, they found her dead, carried her out, and buried her beside her husband. Then great fear came on the whole church and all who heard these things. It's amazing how it has to take uh, something phenomenal for people to agree to do what they're supposed to do. 
The Lord said to do a certain thing. He's wanting us to represent him. He's wanting his gospel to be taught, which is love. It's a relationship. You need some money because your bills need to be paid. You got to have some food in your belly. You need some clothes on your back. There, there are people that need encouragement. And it entails that the church be there for them as they come in off of drugs and alcohol and other things that they might have gotten themselves in or have been forced upon them. So when we don't do what the Lord says, that's already bad enough. But to lie about it. Because he, like Peter told him, this was yours already. You didn't have to agree to give us all of it. Even though that's what we want. So that everybody can have, everybody can have something. Not big eyes and little U's. Or little me's and big U's. But everybody can be blessed. If they had represented themselves, realized that they were the signing agent, they would have known they were going to be taken care of anyway. Because you already, before you even go out to represent the country, the, the company, your contract was intact. How much you going to be paid? How long are you going to be there? You got to put down every expense that you have. You're going to be uh, compensated for everything that you did above and beyond. But you have to already put that in that contract to begin with. You have to already have delineated that this cost me so much to print this. This cost is going to cost me so much to fax that. This is going to cost me so much to mail this. It's going to cost me so many cents because they're going to play your per diem. So many cents per hour is what they're going to mileage where they're going to give you to go to where you need to be. So you got to have all of that in there. You can't then renegotiate afterwards because you spent more than what you thought. You got to prepare ahead of time. So you already know what you're getting into when you get in a relationship with the Lord. You're going to give life, get life and that more abundantly. Now, some might not be wealthy, might not be on television, might not be in movies, but your spiritual realm, where you are is just where they are. And there may be some things that he will have for you to do that may be on the same level as a movie star, literally even in as far as financial status. But your name might not always be out there. Think about it. You don't believe that? You know that's true. Think about the wonderful uh, man of God that actually paid off children's student loans right there in Georgia. And find out that he was once in a situation when you realize that where you've been, you don't want anybody else to go there. You're going to be compassionate. You're going to be generous. You can't be selfish because selfishness is fear. You've been imprisoned by fear. So he wants you to be representing him just like he's you or him. He wants you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you're going to be taken care of. This contract that I've written with you, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to make good on it. As a matter of fact, you're going to be surprised because what you put in there that you felt that you uh, were uh, worthy of, I see you even more than that. And he's going to give you above so much abundantly above anything that you can think or even ask to think when you are representing him. Oh, I tell you, 
I'm so excited about what the Lord is doing. You see so much confusion. We always talk, we're hearing about this COVID ID, 19 ID. Who, Lord have mercy. But it is, they now made it a new identification. But anyway, all of this stuff, and believe me, it's very difficult when you're not praying to hear the truth from the lie. Because all of it sounds so phenomenal. But when you're talking to the Lord, you will find out, you will remember there's certain things that he still won't do, even when he's doing things. It has been made known clear what he had already said before, and now many are saying now what the Lord has already said. This was man-made. We know that. He's made that very clear, verified it. So those that are in the body of Christ that the Lord has shared that with before, no need to brag. It wasn't ours in the first place. We're a signing agent. We're only going by the script he gave us. So it's nothing for us to pat ourselves on the back for. It's not even about us. It's about him. But he said that it was man-made. He has made that clear. And one thing about what the Lord says, he will make that clear. Everyone will see that what he said is so. So what you do is as his signing agent, you stick by the, you just stay by the script. You don't delineate from it. You don't put your opinion on it. You don't try to be arrogant. You don't try to own anything. Take ownership of anything that belongs to the Lord while you're in that position of a signing agent. Now, once you clock out or once you come from that house, once you've done what you had to do, the simple fact is you already know at the same time, this is a wonderful thing about the Lord and you being a signing agent, you are still his family. Even when you his signing agent, even when you have made your mistakes and maybe you would have stepped out of your boundaries a little bit. Maybe you did get a little bit arrogant. Maybe you got a little bit cocky. Maybe you stumbled. Maybe you failed. Maybe now everybody see your nakedness and all of these things. But when you know who you are, you come to him, you get it right. And you don't do that anymore. If you keep doing it, something, one of two things is happening. One of a few things is happening. You're arrogant and you really don't care, which is arrogance is fear. Or you never loved him in the first place. Or you just have a mental incapacity. It's one of those things. But if you really his and you humble and you've learned from your mistakes, you're going to make sure you never do that again. And you're going to teach somebody else not to do that again either because you know what the result will be. And that's what you do as a signing agent. You represent the company well. I thank you all so much for joining me. I truly do. I tell you all the time, you might get uh, upset about hearing it. Same old, same old. And I'm going to keep saying it though. That I love you with all of my heart. And it's true. It's true. It's really true. But this is one thing that is true and even much more. That the Lord loved you first and he loves you best. God bless you all. Good night.